Hello, All everybody. Right, we are live. Show me the money club. Myself, Chris, Sergio. And we have special guest, Eddie Doyle, on today. What's going on? What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be here. I've been watching the rideshare guy since probably, you know, as long as I've been driving Uber, so a while. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> well, awesome. I hope you I hope you learned a lot with the rideshare guy. I, I have indeed. <laughs> no, but you're awesome, Eddie. So um Chris, you introduce our guest with all his multi-talents and all this YouTube channel oh, yeah. and so, all that good stuff. So first off, if you don't know Eddie Doyle, he is also on YouTube, a driver. And, uh, um, you know, we're going to have a couple of topics to talk about in your latest uh, couple of videos. So uh, what's going on there, like with the Uber leak and, you know, them telling you to, to, to you know, uh, pound salt or kick rocks. Uh, a couple of things there. So we're going to. Uh, be talking about that, some of your crazy stories and stuff. And yeah, if you don't know uh, Eddie yet, you got to make sure you check out his channel. Uh, he he does fantastic editing on it and very entertaining, very good. Uh, so, you know, somebody who also does a lot of editing as well, uh, you know, I appreciate all that because that's, that's just some extra added benefit that just makes the videos, you know, break up that much better and stuff like that. So um, you know, if you're doing it all yourself, that's that's phenomenal work. So good job there. Appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. So each yeah. video is like each video is like a movie, man. Seriously. Hey, I mean, thanks. I, that's if, that's what I go I, for. I, I, I mean, I'm an East Coaster like you. I don't butter people up. I'm serious. If I'm not going to watch any YouTube videos, because there are some channels out there like put out, not to be named, like eight, twelve videos a day, all clickbait and shit, right? So I'm like. If I'm going to watch any channel, it's going to be Eddie's channel. And, and again, it's amazing. I mean, the, they're like movies. So I appreciate you know, that. Yeah. Thank you kudos, very much. Kudos, kudos. So, and the fact that you have twice as many as uh, subscribers that RSG does. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that tells something, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. It's a different kind of channel. You guys are a lot more informative. And that's why I'm actually really excited hmm. that, you know, the timing worked out with this because. You know, recently I've been on a bit of a kick, um, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know what started it. I just um, went down this rabbit hole of like what the gig economy is and like the direction of it. And my last couple videos have been like pretty, um, you know, more informative and more uh, research, like kind of, you know, it, it really started with me finding out more about the gig economy and wanting to share it. And like what I found is like, kind of alarming in my perspective i don't know you know and, and so i'm excited to talk with you guys because i know you're a lot more you know geared towards that kind of um those videos and so i'm i'm honestly you know i'm sure you guys have a lot more information and uh on that and i'm, I'm interested to hear your perspective because man the, the future of the gig economy is just kind of like it, it kind of scares me you know and it kind of scares me how much uh drivers and not just uber and lyft drivers but doordash um any of these gigs um how the worker is so unprotected, so to speak. Um, and so I don't know, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I know we got a lot to talk about, but I'm definitely curious to hear your perspective on, on those things. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Mean, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Um, all these companies, right. When they first came around, they had this, uh, they, they sold it with the freedom and flexibility bullshit. Right. And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, I'm not buying that too much, but let's say it's fine. Let's, let's go with it because that's the only thing, the benefit of this, economy is the other thing is when they sold it they said put your side hustle on that was actually a slogan on uber's website put your side hustle on i'm like okay well if i'm going to put my side hustle on i'm going to do it you know 
to go out there and make the most amount of money in the shortest period of time, have seven apps on my phone, have them all running, and whoever pays me the most, I'm going to do that. So no loyalty on the driver's side. And then also there's no loyalty on the consumer side, right? Because they have the same apps as a consumer. So if DoorDash delivery is cheaper on the same food from the same restaurant, why would I go to Uber Eats? You know what right. I mean? So, so to me, it's like um, now they're paying actually the companies, you know, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Grubhub, all of them. They're paying for what they sold. Nobody's loyal to them. Yeah. Consumer is not loyal. Neither are the drivers. So when something happens like the pandemic or gas prices go up, there's a shortage of drivers. Now they have to put out bonuses to get drivers back. But when they put out bonuses, they're not going to make money. So they're yeah. in between a hard place and a rock. So to me, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting, you know, we're at an interesting time, though, because for the first like six, eight years, they didn't give a hell about making money. All they wanted to do is pound the passenger, get passengers, millions of passengers, onboard passengers which we're going to talk about how those, some of those fake names you've seen in the last, <laughs> in the last five, six years. Um, but now what they have is that that ended. So now they're public companies and their stocks are down. You know, I know you talk about Bitcoin here and there a little bit, um, which I'm a huge believer in Bitcoin, by the way. Um, just Bitcoin and Ethereum, not the rest of it. Um, so to me, now they have to show, show their investors the money. They have to make some money. They haven't made any money. Well, yeah. now, who loses, right? When Uber and Lyft want to make money, they have to raise rates. We had the professor on from Columbia Business School. He said, it's simple. Raise rates, pay less. <laughs> yeah. So mm -hmm. there's your future, buddy. Pay right. less. Yeah. Right. Know, so, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something interesting over the next few years, especially how, you know, it's changed from these VCs basically paying and subsidizing the rides and, you know, paying all these bonuses and structure and all that. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's going to come to a head when it comes to, you know, investors. Now we want to make money. We want to be profitable. We invested in this company. We want that money to, to be a return. That's why you invest in a company. Right. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see over the next few years, what's going to happen. And then couple that with, you know, different States, you know, enacting different laws. You have Washington, you have New York City, you have Massachusetts, Prop 22 in California. You have all of these different things that are happening. And then you look at a global uh, economy, you're looking at Australia that has different laws, the UK, um, all these things are, are coupling together. So it's it's becoming a wild west, essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's one quick question I got to answer. Uh, some, this guy says, why don't you guys talk about Empower? Uh, buddy, I did an article on that a couple of months ago. Empower is a new rideshare app, by the way, on a subscription-based model. Um, I don't know what they're, it's like 99 or 199 a month. You get to keep all the fare. All they charge you is either 100 bucks or 199 bucks, one or the other. They're in a few cities. Um, we had something like that, Chris, you remember Trip, remember Trip? Mm -hmm. Do you remember uh, that turned into a multi-level marketing scam? They're all in lawsuits and stuff. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how Empower goes. But uh, um, if you guys are interested, I think they're in D.C. and Atlanta, a couple other cities. So, uh, I yeah, we'll I, I, I'm, I'm aware of that one, too. The thing is, it's just it's got to prove itself. Um, yep. And it's got, you know, you got to get customers coming on board. You got to get drivers coming on board and then you have to expand. So if you're in two cities, you know, it's not going to be something uh, that's that's going to be affecting me or, or any of us in 
any way, shape, or form if no. you're in three okay. city. So uh, yeah. it's, it's so, interesting. It's an interesting model, but yeah, we, we got to give it the time to to let it come to fruition first. It's it's easy to um, uh, get drivers. It's not easy. Very expensive to get passengers. You know, mm-hmm. the marketing costs Uber and Lyft endured the first five years is in billions of billions of dollars. Unless you have a look, Eddie, you have a billion and a half laying around. We can start our own. Yeah, company. yeah, right. We can start our own. <laughs> we can start our own company. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we can get all the drivers we want. No, but that's not And the that's issue. the thing. Like, exactly what you're talking about. Like, I don't, you know, it's very easy, especially as a disgruntled driver, to like just trash Uber. But, you know, we that. can't forget that from the consumer side, what Uber and Lyft has done to offer us compared to what cabs were is like the most amazing thing ever, you know? And the fact that they were able to get drivers to go, I guess my beef with it is that they do it, you know, like you said, like get your side hustle on. I remember at least in Philadelphia, there was a, um, a, uh, ad, I guess you call it, um, for drivers where it's like give, uh, and I was already driving for a while at the time. So I understood how it worked, but it was like, you know, give a ride on the way to work, make $20 before you even have your first cup of coffee and then go to work or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you could get a ride an hour, the opposite direction from where you need to be for work. Now you're late to your job and you're fired. And it's just like, and and in that same vein, they build as your own business and they build as like, you know, do be flexible. And yes, the time is flexible, but like if it's your own business, you, you're not picking rides. You don't get to choose where you go. You don't get to choose your own prices and stuff. So I guess my biggest beef with it, I still hold like I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I'm not like a big hater and I'm not a huge proponent. I still think it's a great option for a lot of people. I mean, I still drive. I still like know the times and the places where it's beneficial for me financially to drive. But it just bothers me that I think they try to pull people in and they don't go in with their eyes open. And I'd love, I don't know the number. I wish I knew like the turnover rate, like how many people start driving Uber and they'll last like a weekend. And they're like, Hey, in my market with my car, like what I'm doing, is not worth it for me. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it's very like, I bet they retain like as hard as it is to get customers. I bet it's even harder to retain drivers because for a lot of people it just doesn't make any sense. It has become very hard. Um, their average turnover is like 60 to 80% in less than eight months. Those are Uber's numbers. Wow, that's great. Right? Only so 20% if you had a, of drivers are lasting yeah, more than yeah. eight months. Yeah, and then the other thing is, you know, 20% of the drivers do 80% of the rides on the platform. So the full-time grinders, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Which I don't know if you watch or not, but we did two town halls. There were a whole bunch of grinders in there, bro. Yeah. And and to me, I'm not a hater, but I call it the way I see it myself, is is that, you know, it's not for everyone, but there were some people on, on the town halls that they're, it's their true living. You know what I mean? And, and it's working grind, out for them or is, yeah, are they, they it's working out beautifully. They've both been on six, six, seven years each. And one guy from Chicago, he was pulling in like 2,500 a week still, but working his ass off, grinding six, 60, 70 hours a week. Yeah. Week after week, right? I have a friend in LA who does the same thing, 60, 70 hours. He drives a Tesla Model Y and he's pulling in an easy three grand a week, even and with that- shit rates. Is that profit or is that no gross? That's gross. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but but when we're gonna, you know, we'll segue into that profit article that you did, which was amazing, actually. So this guy drives a Tesla Model Y, right? Um, I'm even gonna do like an article on himself specifically, but he bought his Tesla in January. He started driving in January. He paid it off already. He ordered his second Tesla. Oh wow! 
so he wants to have a fleet of them and you know rent them all out and have like uh you know that's awesome good for him yeah exactly so yeah you know to me for some people it's the last out you know what i mean there was a lady called roxy on the town hall 62 years old i watched her yeah yeah. amazing right i mean if she said she said it and i can't oppose that she goes sergio i'm 62 who's gonna hire me i work my ass off but i make two grand a a week i mean making meaning gross right Take the expenses out. Still, for some people, it is a good out, right. right? And for some people like yourself, who's branching out, who's doing different things, you know, it's a different strokes for different folks. But right. I'm not a hater of Uber or Lyft, although their executive thinks I'm a hater. I'm not. But to me, it's like it's a perfect segue job kind of a thing. If you're in yeah. between jobs, you know, you work, you, you make as hard as you work. How much money do you want to make? You want to make a thousand? Well, you got to right. stay out there. You got to stay right. out there and work your ass off. But to me, it's like, um, it's a good side gig. Sometimes it really pays off because, you know, they offer you good bonuses. Right. And if you can adjust your schedule to them, it's not flexible, really, because they offer you some really like, like, you know, the, the kick rocks stuff, right? They offered right. you a quest you couldn't refuse. Right. Except that it didn't. <laughs> it didn't and work I, out that I'm well. telling you, a, a similar thing happened this weekend. I was, um, I'm, I'm sure. I, I feel like this is a very common thing that a lot of drivers talk about. But I was going for another quest this re- weekend. I, I'm not. This has never happened before. I got in. I'm like um, Uber Platinum now, or whatever the tier is, so I can see the yeah, yeah, distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I accepted all these rides, but. I got an 80-minute ride, a 34-minute ride, a 45-minute ride, and then a 31-minute ride. The and I've four? never had those. And this is – I was down the shore, which, you know, you want some uh, RSG exclusive. You you want to make money on the East Coast, uh, Philly, Jersey area, South Jersey Shore. The rates are higher. There's not a lot of drivers. So I was down there. The average ride there, I swear, is like five or ten minutes long. And I was in the middle of a quest. It was the second day. And I swear the the algorithm must have noticed that I was, you know, working towards getting this quest and gave me these rides. And it's just you, there's no way because these rides were also like 15, 20 minutes away, which on the yeah. island, I am positive. There were multiple other drivers there that would have accepted this ride because it was like a hundred dollar ride, 80 minutes. Um, but I'm like the fact that I got these rides four in a row all that long. I was like, they're definitely trying to turn me and you know what Uber, I stayed up till 4am and I hit my quest. Yep. So yep. Well, that's, that's what they make you work <laughs> for it, bro. They yeah. Make you work yeah, for yeah. It, so. But I'm telling <laughs> you that I think they really deter that. And, and I've noticed the quest amounts definitely going down, at least in my market. Big time. So. Big time. Well, in mm-hmm. all markets, they're going down. They're not, yeah. you know, they're not putting the free money out there really. Because again, it yep. goes back to the profitability thing, right? They got to make money. Right. Every time they look, the other thing is with these quests, and Chris knows, and we did an actually a little um, video about that. Not everybody. It's the gamification of the apps, right? It's the bells, whistles, points, red, blue, green. Oh, you made this level. You made that level. Right. It's the carrot and stick game. First of all, not everybody is supposed to get that quest. If everybody got the quest, Uber would have been broke a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. I bet you half of the people who go for a quest don't get it. Why don't they get it? It's because stuff that they pull like that shit on they did. You know, like you yep. have tons of drivers around you, but then they send you the 80-minute rides or yep. they'll send you to Timbuktu. There are no rides coming back, all that yep. good stuff, right? Uber and Lyft can say all they want that these things don't happen. 100% they happen. Oh, yeah. There is not a doubt mm-hmm. in my mind that they happen. Right? Oh, yeah. But then, you know, I'm like, 
Um, so it's, it's the barbell effect, right? If half the drivers get the quest, half don't. The ones that didn't work basically for free, right? I mean, right. you come three rides short, two rides short, four rides short, right? And that's how they do it. And that's the very <clears throat> that's the variability of this business. Yeah. It's not under your control. That's why I always say we're not, you know, independent contractors. We're not true independent contractors. Exactly. We yeah. don't name the price. We don't name anything. We just drive and, you know, and the variability is massive. You know, they control what we're going to get paid. So. Right. And I think that's another thing where I'm like very, I may come off a bit of a hater in some of my videos. But it's really like I just really want to warn people because when I am working, you know, I've been doing this for so long and I also understand the area I'm in so well yep. that like I know, OK, if I, you know, talking about the gamification and it, there was one ride, I, it made no sense. It was uh, 22 minutes away. And again, I know the distance I'm traveling, there had to be at least 10 drivers in between, at least. And I'm talking like minimum, like I'm minimum. talking the bomb went off. There's still going to be 10 drivers available and 22 minutes away for a five minute ride. And I knew if I took that ride, it's going to take me away from like, you know, and, and as somebody who, you know, is familiar with the area and what I'm doing, I decline that ride, you know, but right. like for somebody who's not, they're going to take it. And then their whole night's going to be screwed up because they just went into an area that they're going to be stuck in with yeah. no rides. And, <clears throat> but you know what? A lot of people, you know, talk to me about these things and say, Oh, you're an Uber shield. This and that I go, bro, I couldn't be less of an Uber shield, but it is what it is. If I was Uber, if, okay, Chris, if you are Uber, would you be doing something different with your algorithms? Absolutely oh, not. Right. Right. I mean, and then and then they go, Oh, you're so friendly to Uber. I'm like, bro, I'm not friendly to Uber at all. Actually, if you do, if you watch anything or read anything I write, it's like it pound the crap out of them. But that's not the issue. The <laughs> issue is nobody is forcing you to do it. Yeah. That's ultimately the goal, right? I mean, to you me. Do we put a gun to your head, Eddie, to do this? No, <laughs> right. you do it because you want to make quick grand and then in 30 hours or whatever, and let's go, right? Right. So You want to know one of my favorite things is they're like, oh, Uber's paying you. It's like, By the yeah, way, sold out. That's the guy that we Zoom. We Zoom is the guy with the Tesla. You. Right. That's our buddy with the Tesla that's making killing. Oh, no right here. Yeah, oh, we nice. Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Shy town yeah. in the building. Yeah, he's, he's the man. So, All um, right. Well, let's uh, let's kind of get into some of the topics today. First, we're going to start off with uh, we're going to have a giveaway. Uh, so we are going to be giving away uh, this amazing that. portable uh, car jump starter. This thing's awesome. I don't know if you saw our unboxing video short of this, but this thing's really cool. Uh, it's got, I think, I forget how many milliamps it's got, but something crazy. Um, so we're going to be giving two of these away. So stay tuned. In a little while, we're going to share exactly what you got to do in order to win it. Real simple, real easy. Uh, but yeah, it's a really cool little thing there. Uh, so we're going to be giving away two today, which is going to be awesome. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we're not going to give it away to WeZoom because he drives an electric car already. <laughs> <laughs> Those well, things are awesome. I have one of them, and I will not leave the house without one. They've saved my butt a few times, and I love those things. What kind of car do you drive, by the way? I have a Honda, 2012 Honda, and still going strong. Bro, baby. that's the perfect nice. car. How many miles you got on it? Perfect. Uh, I'm up to, like, man, it's crazy. I, like... Pro, I, I didn't drive pretty much at all over the pandemic. And I think when I came back from the pandemic, it was like 145. And then I blinked and it was like 160. And then I blinked again <laughs> and I think it's 180. And I haven't looked in a little while because I don't think I want to know. 
Yeah, that's yeah. where mine. I got a 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and that's at 180,000 miles now. Oh wow, nice. How's it holding up? Pretty good. Uh, I just got to do. I got to do a radiator flush on it, and uh, I think there's a sensor that's kind of going on it because the check engine light likes to pop on and then pop off. So I gotta. I gotta get an ODB uh, reader so I can read what that is, yeah. and then uh, hopefully get that fixed. Uh, real yeah. soon so <laughs> you, the re, i don't know if all readers do it but i have one where it resets it so the the light will go off because you know the, mm. the engine never actually has an issue it's always the sensor you know what yeah. i mean it's never the actual engine <laughs> you know, oh yeah that's I, i'll probably end up getting that one um where you can reset it too yeah uh, but yeah i just want to re read to see what the sensor is so oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> I just I just make sure I reset it before I bring it into the mechanic because you know let them find it. <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean it's it's still going strong. Like uh, you know, it, it's a fantastic car. It's running smooth. It's not loud. There's no engine knock. Nothing. So awesome. the amount of miles driving all over the country, uh, you know, driving Uber, driving Lyft. Yeah. You know, I can't complain at all. So. And you get good mile gas miles with that? Yeah, I'm getting you know about 20, 22 miles a gallon. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and then the best part is I don't live too far from the, the res, so I go get gas there, and I think I, what was it? I filled up, it was three, what was it now? Was it 381? Wow. <laughs> Where is this? At the Indian Reservation. Oh, oh cheaper on a reservation? Yeah. Oh, so wow. If you're, and are, very, you're in, are you in California? New York. New, oh, you're in New York, too. Yep. Yeah, he's in oh, Buffalo. In I'm in LA. I'm in Buffalo. Oh, you're in. I thought yeah. you said you were East Coast. Oh, are you from yeah. the East Coast? No, I am from the East Coast. I was on Wall Street for 19 years, so I've okay, been in New gotcha. York for like eight years, nine years. Okay, gotcha. but uh, oh. but my 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 mentality is still East Coast. Yeah, right. Well, that's right. Yeah, that's what yeah, you said earlier. You call it how you see it. So yeah. I thought you were East Coast, and that's why we were, or and you were West Coast. That's why we were, uh, you know, yeah. working with PSD. I'm the one getting shafted with the gas prices. Not yeah. Me. So yeah, what, what's the gas um in New York typically? Uh, it's, well, around the house where I'm at, it's like four seventy-five oh, a gallon. Wow. So you're saving over a um, dollar. That's sick. Just about, yeah. That's oh yeah. Awesome. And it's it's well, just by driving a little, you know, it's it's twenty minutes away, so it's like perfect. Yeah. Uh, the, although the BJ's by our house uh, is selling, what was it? I, I looked earlier. It's four forty-three regular, and then four thirty-three for uh, members. Okay, that's, that's so not, it, relatively speaking, yeah. Yeah, um, so it's not yeah. too bad if if I had to just you know go William. Yeah, you know exactly where it is, Silver Creek. Yep. <laughs> I, I'll I'll bet you anything, Chris. They're gonna take the fifty five cents away within a couple of weeks. I guarantee it, because gas prices come down what uh, almost fifty sixty cents now. Guaranteed gone. The the fuel surcharge. Oh, I, I thought it, it was already gone. No, for delivery it's gone. No, for right oh, here still there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Daniel, thank you. Oh, Daniel, our buddy from um, the last town hall. Thank you, Daniel. Um, so um, let's do this. Okay, I watched your last video like yesterday. The one with the basketball. You, you, you can't oh, shoot yeah. The, you can't shoot for shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can usually hit that shot, I swear. I must have been nervous yeah. with the camera. Yeah, I was I thinking too much head. of the line I had to say, but I usually can hit it over the, the blackboard. Yeah, you hit your head twice. What the hell? Yeah, bro? right. <laughs> <laughs> so you did – okay, this, this is a good segue into your YouTube channel and what your future plans are and what you're doing. And then, you know, let's stay positive on this one until we get to your kick rocks <laughs> story. <laughs> So, um, so you got in an Uber 
and tell us what you did and yeah, so why you why you did it. I I always um I mean, you know it it's tough. You you the the, the things that you know get a lot of eyes on the internet or the, the, the drama and even on my channel, you know, like uh, yeah, I know, yeah. man, I have so many rides like that. I never even shared that. I just know would, you know, go viral because when something bad happens in the Uber, people want to see it. But honestly, and I, I sound like a, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like a real dramatic, like uh artist. It's like, you know, suffering for my art when I talk about this, but it really is draining for me to like make these videos of like, just, bad interactions of an uber of people treating me like crap and it's just like one i gotta relive it two i gotta see myself getting treated like that like as i'm editing for three hours straight and then that's what i'm putting out in the world i'm like man it gets a little draining so I, i'd like to balance out the positive as much as i can and even when i am sharing like a you know crappy ride i try to add some humor to it or movie clips or something or like a positive spin because um you know it's just there's different ways you can look at the world and I try to look at it with this, you know, the uh, positive lens. So anyway, I try to do as many positive things as I can. And I thought it'd be a cool idea to, you know, when I hit a certain milestone to tip based on that milestone, I wanted to do it when I got to uh, 250,000 subscribers, but just for, you know, multiple reasons, uh, not so much procrastination, but like working on other pro projects. I'd sprained my ankle really bad. Oh, yeah, I mentioned that in the video. I sprained my ankle really bad, so I wasn't doing too much of anything. And, um, you know, on top of that, I just basically never take Uber. Like, if, <laughs> there's really <laughs> not too many reasons I ever, you know, would need Uber. And the few times it is you know, I do need Uber. It's, you know, I'm a little drunk and, you know, I, you know, not that I would care mm -hmm. being on camera drunk. But I just, you know, no, I cannot communicate as, you know, effectively as I need to for a video. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up, um, finally like, you know what, I want to do this. So I, uh, you know, kind of forced an Uber call and, uh, it worked out really well. The guy that picked me up, you know, I was a little nervous how it would go. I, I've never done that before. And as I'm, as comfortable as I am on camera, you know, it's kind of like, it's a lot going on, you know, cause I'm like meeting a stranger, you know, as an Uber rider, like, I don't know who this guy, I'm like making sure he knows where he's going. I'm holding the camera, trying to record and I'm trying to like have this conversation to him. So it's like the camera works really bad. If I do it the next time I do it, I'm going to have like somebody else in there with me recording. But uh, basically it came down to, I just knew that like, even if the video is really stupid and it doesn't do well or whatever it is, like, man, I know you give me a $2 tip. It makes my day, you know, I'm mean, tips. I, I did a video on Uber earnings and tips like are a huge factor. And huge. I still remember like any, I've gotten like maybe two or three tips of $20. And I'm like, I remember that. Cause it's like, yeah. man, that's, that's, that's a big tip. And I got one tip that was hundred dollars. So, all right. So even if this, you know, video is terrible, even if I'm awkward at first, I'm like, look, when I give this guy this tip at the end, he's going to appreciate it because I know I would appreciate it. You know, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not just this like, you know, random guy just giving out money. I'm an Uber driver as well. So that's kind of how I justified it in my head. And, uh, you know, sure enough, the, uh, the guy was super cool. I asked him best thing, worst thing about Uber and Lyft. And man, I just loved it. He was, um, I, I love the fact it took him a while to even think of the worst thing. Like he had to, you know, think about it, which kind of just showed his mentality of like, he focused on the positive. And even when he said like his worst thing, which I think is a lot of drivers worst thing is, uh, you know, just people giving you a hard time. Yeah. He recognized that like a lot of times people are giving you a hard time just because they're having a bad day and they're trying to pass it off on you. And he was like, Hey, I just try to, you know, keep positive and keep calm. And he even said something like, uh, 
he's never been harmed. And, you know, I thought that was really cool. Cause it's like, you know, at the end of the day, like if you're not harmed, like, yeah, what's well, the saying sticks and stone break bones, but words yeah. never hurt me. He's like, Hey, he's never been physically harmed. So it's not that bad. And, uh, you know, I was able to give him the tip and he was really appreciative and, you know, it was just really cool. So, um, I'm hoping to do it again when I get the 300,000, uh, which, you know, I hope is soon, but just sometimes YouTube gets a little stagnant for me, but bro, I think that's good. awesome. Paid forward, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, honestly, it, it, good karma brings good karma it, to me. It's like, but it was interesting. Like initially he goes, no, don't, don't record me just from the back, from the back. Right. And then he's handing him the cash. He turns, shakes his head. <laughs> yeah. So cash, you know, cash is king still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like, the truth. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a little like, I was like, oh man, how is this? Gonna? I was like, oh, <laughs> what am I going to do if he doesn't want to be recorded? I'm like, I, I thought it was terrible. Call another Uber. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, oh man. Yeah, so that so. was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you did awesome there. And, you know, sometimes you don't do these things for the views, man. You just do it because you want to do it. And it feels good, right? Right. So, that's exactly you know, it. You do it for yourself. You don't do it for anybody else, honestly. And that's so. what it came down to. And that's why I'm like, you know, I, I was like, if anything, like, that's why I kind of like made the video of like, it was kind of like where I'm at. Like I did the playing basketball and walking to get water. Cause it's like, Hilarious. you know, it just kind of reminded Hilarious. me of like, Hey, I, you know, this ankle sprain has been like two months that I've been like not able to do what I typically do. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just kind of like remembering how hot it was. Cause it's, you know, in, uh, I'm sure in New York, uh, I don't know about out West, but we've had this hot. crazy heat wave <laughs> the past couple of days. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like at the end of the day, exactly what you said. I'm like, you know, no matter what happens, it'll be a nice little, like almost like a journal entry. And then, uh, you know, hopefully make this guy's day, which I think I, I think did. you did. I think you did. Awesome. Oh, yeah, so, sure. yeah. well, well, so should we, should we have him cuss a little bit with his kick rocks or <laughs> you know, because <laughs> for so people cool. who don't know, you know, I watched that video like four times. Oh, really? Nice. Four. No, I'm nice. serious. But like, I'm telling you, I watch because it is so good that I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, and I, I am all into numbers and I try to break down the stuff for drivers most of the time. And, you know, I got a lot of flack for it, but I go like, hey, don't like it, don't like it, tough shit. But yours are because they're videos, you know, because it's so well done that I miss it. I go, what did I miss? Did I miss that little thing? Let me go back and watch it again. Oh, that's awesome, man. No, I'm I'm serious. I'm not trying to be like a fanboy, but the, the last four videos that you did, when you started talking about the reality, the one with the 70 hours and how much money you make, gross, all the deductions, that a lot of drivers, you know, take it for granted. You know, they don't know. I mean, you know, I think there were great educational videos that even Uber probably can use, honestly, because they don't talk about it. You know, they constantly say, oh, you know, we did one video that got like crazy views. Is like Uber CEO saying, turn your app on and go and make 39 bucks an hour. I'm like, in what? I think I saw that. I remember yeah, you guys in, doing that. Yeah. In what world, bro? <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> you, know, you talking about like, that. Yep. Yeah, because you know what? They only talk about active hours. Yeah, I can make 70 bucks active hour, but then if I'm driving only half the time, that's down to 35 before expenses. Yeah. So what's what good is active hours? Bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. So, so yeah. So what happened here, man? Suspended, not the yeah, activated, so, right? And again, like, you know, it, it's a fine line with like, uh, you know, it's not just clickbait. Um, it's also like, how do I explain that? You know, in one word, you know, or like titles, like, you know, good titles are like less than, 10 or 15 words and like on a thumbnail, like is suspended really the white right word, you know? Cause like suspended kind of implies that like you did something wrong to deserve it. Um, and so like, you know, I, I thought about deactivated, but then 
I think that sounds a little more permanent and it's longer. And so like that kind of game, I'm not the best at. Um, so like as far as suspended and like being told to kick rocks, like I thought getting told to kick rocks is a little more fitting because it was kind of like, yeah, you know what? You're, you're on your way to this quest. Kick rocks. Tough luck. You're out yeah. of luck. You know, so suspended may be a little dramatic. So I wasn't necessarily suspended because I did something wrong, but I was on the way to a quest. Um, if I remember, I had 17 rides left to get to 50. Um, and again, like I mentioned earlier, I was down the shore, the Jersey Shore, like Atlantic City, Ocean City, Wildwood, Cape May. I don't know if uh, anyone's familiar with those areas, but that's an area where the rates there are actually higher um, than they are in the like middle Jersey um, because it's like a tourist town. And uh, there's just not a lot of drivers down there. I mean, there's not a lot of anything down there. You go to a Wawa, you're waiting 20 minutes to get a coffee because it's a, you know, it's a small beach town that gets flooded. And then that specific weekend was July 4th and everyone was down there, um, not just because it's a holiday, but it was a beautiful holiday. And it was the first holiday that like everything was open since COVID and it was like sunny. So that that island was packed. And I was like, this is going to be a great money making opportunity. Um, the way it turned out, I like, Got unlucky with the rides. You know how it goes. I just, you know, didn't get the best rides. I got taken way far out, whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'm still working towards this. I was still making decent money regardless, and I'm still working towards this quest. And it's going to even it out. What and was your for, quest, by the way? What was the quest? It was uh, 50 rides for 150, I believe. No, that oh, sounds a little low. That's very low. That's not yeah, worth it, right? I, I feel like because I always <laughs> pick the one that's like – Maybe 400. <laughs> maybe, maybe 180. Um, but whatever it was, it was gonna, um, I don't think it was in the twos. Um, but regardless, I was okay. 17, yeah. 17 rides away from hitting the quest. And I go to sign on that day and unable to sign in background check. Uh, you need to submit a background check. And it bothers me because one, that's never happened to me before. Like I've had a background check before, but I've never not been able to work. Um, I think I got a background check when it starts. I don't know if I had it in between, um, yeah. but it's like Uber could have very easily gave me a warning like a month ago. Hey, you're going to have a background check due. submit it now. So you're not interrupted your inability to your, you still have an ability to work. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, wait till Monday. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> fact that it's just randomly on a Sunday when I have 17 rides for a quest. And, and again, like I say in my video, like Uber has billions of data points and they know that if I'm working, I'm going like, I've, I can't tell you the last time I've worked without working towards a quest. Like I'm either like working 20, 30, 40, whatever it is to get a quest. If I select a quest, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and like, so they knew I was going to go out working that day and there's, oh man, I just absolutely know it. And it's also crazy too. Cause it didn't, it, I'm just thinking this now. It didn't, um, say I needed a background check until I went to sign online. It's almost like it triggered it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't like I opened the app and then it was like, you know, submit a background check. It wasn't until I pressed go online where the red thing came up and said you yep. need to submit a background check. So, oh, man, so I'm a hundred percent sure they they so did it for the way. next time. For the next time, don't turn your app off. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. You know what I'm saying, in yeah. case, because no, and nowadays, you, driver, yeah, go ahead. No, I was no, going to say, quite cheers, a few drivers cheers, have been. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah, nice. quite quite a few drivers have been complaining the exact same thing. They're working towards a quest. They're getting there, and then all of a sudden. They can't drive because they need to do a background check. Yeah. I think we were talking about that last week, right? Yeah. 
Um, and yeah. then, yeah, I, I, you know, I see it on Facebook all the time. People are, you know what the that. newest thing is though, guys, you know what the newest thing is like Lyft puts out these streaks and Uber sometimes puts out streaks or whatever, or let's say you're on your Uber destination filter, right? So what Uber will do is right in the middle of the, like after a half hour, they'll go take a picture. Well, you have to turn your fucking app off mm -hmm. to take a picture. Yeah. There goes your destination filter and Lyft will do it like on the third leg of the, of the streak, right? Mm -hmm. They'll go like, uh. Um, I actually have like today I received uh, some uh, conversation between a driver and Lyft support. It's, it's going to be like crazy news. I'm telling you this right now. The shit that Lyft support told this guy, he has all the screenshots and I'm like, wow, did they really write? Somebody at support wrote that to you? He goes, yeah. Anyway, but long story short, Lyft is doing that too now. On the third leg of the street, they will send you to Timbuktu because you know you're trying to get like 15 bucks out of them. Right. They're like, oh, for a 30 minute pickup and whatever. Or I'm like, why, 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 guy, why do you guys want to, you know, do this? But then you can't prove it that they're doing it intentionally, but there is no doubt in my mind that it's in the algorithm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it only makes yeah. sense. I mean, we're talking about a company, and I always go back to, I don't think I included this in my video, but like, and again, it's, it's, you know, it's, business is competitive it's it's like you said like why wouldn't they do that you know what why i mean not? and and you know ubers and and i do think you know with the new um uh ceo it's definitely a different culture um but it's like it's a cutthroat business and i'm not sure well we're talking about a company that literally made bots that were screwing the lift drivers you remember that absolutely story? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like they're making bots that are sending these Lyft drivers to destinations where drivers aren't there. And what drives me crazy is like they know that those Lyft drivers are the same drivers that work for Uber. You know, like I'm sure there's a huge crossover. So it's like they're very willing to screw over the people that are working for them be if it's not getting them what they want. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Well, they, you know, let's segue into your other video that you did. About the hundred and what is it, forty thousand, hundred and twenty-seven thousand documents, whatever, right? Right, one hundred twenty-four thousand. Right. Yeah. Okay, one hundred twenty-four thousand. Okay, so you know, to me, it's like, um, again, you know, not a Uberlift lover boy here, but Eddie, if you were worth, I don't know, a company explosive growth, fifty billion, sixty billion market cap, I mean, I'm not going to say I would do it. I think it's pretty horrible what they did but it's a dog eat dog world out there even right. as a even as a single driver when you're out there driving you're competing with a whole bunch of other drivers i mean you're on your own so this company you know under travis pulled some shit that then they had that gray ball remember the, they mm -hmm. would turn the, there is this uh, software that they created every time they were about to get like uh, audited by the san francisco whatever cops or whatever they would like completely shut the shit the, down the kill switch. yeah <laughs> kill switch yeah, yeah. But then these documents, right? And I'm not, you know, this guy that came out, the Irish dude that was the consultant for them, you know, he broke the news, the whistleblower. I mean, yeah, does he feel a little bit better? Yeah, okay. But what I see happening, though, is that because of these documents now, I don't think it's going to be that easy for them to buy politicians. I don't think it will be. You I think, think a lot that? of, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think now you can go to, you know, the President Biden was supposed to meet Travis is one of those documents, right? Right. And Travis is texting his assistant saying, every minute he's late, he's going to get less minutes with me. I'm right. like, asshole, who the heck right. are you? Right. <laughs> You're exactly. just some... By the way, Travis was born in Northridge, which is like a mile from where I live. Oh, so... really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you know, if you have that kind of ego and you're willing to go that far to break the law 
every which way to succeed, you know, that goes his drive, shows his drive. I mean, I don't know if I would have done anything differently, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because you're dealing with billions and billions of dollars of wealth or zero. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't talk about those documents, but that was another really well done video. And and to me, it's like you can talk about that a little bit because I I think I think it was old news because I already knew about it way before, but that's not the issue. The issue is a lot of people didn't. And then guess what? You know, it just got shoved under the rug. Nobody really pressed on it, really. A couple right. of videos were made by the professor and you did one. We talked about it a little bit. But to me, it's like, uh, yeah, what's happening now, I think, is more interesting to me than... And to me, you said something that kind of hit home, which was like different culture under the new CEO, right? If you think nothing is happening at the high levels, you're mistaken. It's still happening. They're just being very discreet about it. Right. I understand that. I mean, as far as, I mean, we're talking about the bar was set really low, you yeah. know, so like a culture as far as exactly. in the Uber leaks, when he's like willingly sending drivers to a protest that he know is going there. He knows they're going to be harmed physically. I think Uber is moved away from that a little yeah. bit. You know, I, yeah. I still think, and I talk about this in my videos, I still think uh, drivers are very unprotected, but you know, at least Uber isn't actively sending drivers to get beat up by taxi drivers, you know? Yeah. That was a low well, bar, but I think they're getting a little better. <laughs> I think so. I think so. So, we're, you know, the, the um, I mean, the business, the other thing is the business has evolved. It's changed quite a bit from what it used to be. I don't think you need any of those shenanigans anymore. I think it's pretty set, pretty smoothly run business. They just can't make any money. That's it. Yeah. That's the only problem they have. Yeah. which I think it will change probably, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And and I, I, again, I think it presents a great opportunity to certain people because otherwise there are no job opportunities out there, you know, and you make your money, you feed your family. Not a damn thing wrong with that, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. what's up? What's next? Chris? What are we talking about next? Well, we can get into uh, the true costs of being a driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man, you're crushing it with these thumbnails. That's awesome. Yeah, um, was. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this honestly relates exactly, like, to the, the leaked files. Like, I just think that, um, you know, part of the leaked files was, uh, you know, they, they paid these research firms to say how good the gig economy was and all this kind of stuff. And then internally they're sending messages saying that low wages, um, what was it? I forget the exact quote, but it's basically like there we, we, our business model relies on drivers making nothing basically. I'm mean, that's yeah. not verbatim, but it's close to verbatim. And like, I, I wanted to really get into the nitty gritty of cost of driving Uber because Going back to leak files and going back to what you said, how like, you know, what would you do different? It's a dog eat dog world. And that's something that I really learned driving Uber where like, you know, it's one of, one of my favorite movies, Bronx Tale. And, you know, one of the, the quotes from that is nobody cares. Yeah. And like, it really is like you're on your own out there, you know, and like you got to you, you can't think. Um, and again, like it relates back to my beef with the gig economy and like getting your side hustle on and be your own boss. It's like, you're taking these people who are used to having a 
employer or a job and they think they're going into this new job that's going to give them the same kind of protections and care and consideration that a traditional employer were. And like, you got to understand, like you're on your own, man. And the second you're not benefiting Uber, like they have no use for you. You know, there's one, this story I always tell um, a friend of mine, uh, his dad uh, wanted to do it. Um, like he retired and he wanted to do this. Um, you know, he, he worked at a company. He's uh, you know, uh, I, of the generation. So I'm a millennial. I don't know. Maybe he was a baby boomer, maybe a little older, but like the generation where like, you still got pensions and you still like, you know, you worked at a company for 50 years and they took care of you. And it's like, you know, that that's unheard of this day and age, you know what I mean? But he was at the same company for 50 years. He retired. He wanted to do something and he decided to drive Uber and he like had to be home he worked for a couple hours. He was planning on being home for dinner at like six o'clock or seven o'clock with his wife. And he gets this ride. I'm in Philadelphia and he gets this ride going to like North Carolina or like Virginia or something like something like four hours away, something crazy. And I'm like, all right. And like this guy doesn't, he, he never drove more than four hours his entire time working. Cause he just didn't like driving at all. He's older. Like he just didn't want to do that. And he, took the ride because he felt obligated because he's like, well, I can't, you know, not take the ride because then I'll get punished by Uber or whatever. I'm like, okay, dude, like, yeah, you'll get a little knock on your acceptance rate, but don't take the ride. Like you, he like, I think he ended up getting a hotel in Virginia or something. Cause he couldn't make the drive back. And I'm like, this, this is exactly the problem. Disaster. Pitching it like you're your own business, but pitching it to people and like telling them acceptance rate, this, that, and another. You had this poor retired guy getting a hotel in Northern Virginia because he didn't have the energy to drive back and it wouldn't have been safe. And it's just like, I don't think he liked driving at night. I'm kind of butchering the story a little bit, but you're getting the gist. And I'm just like, that's the kind of stuff where like, I just really wish people came in with their eyes open and, and realized like, nobody cares about you. You're on nobody. Yeah, nobody does. The other thing is, you know, these companies, all of them, all the gig companies, they want to have their cake and eat it too. So they want to treat you like an IC when they want to, and they want to treat you like an employee, but they call you an IC when they want to. So, you know, you can't have the cake and eat it too. I mean, it has oh, to be yeah. one or the other one. You can't just right. go, okay, you can take this, you know, forget your acceptance rate. I'm not going to, um, you know, punish you for not accepting, right? But then uh, I'm going to put you on a half hour timeout because you didn't do that unspoken, Right. So, you know, something happened to me, like I'm sure it happened to you or many people, is that a few weeks ago, I wrote an article a couple of months ago. That was this crackhead trying to get in my car, calling me all kinds of names. I canceled and moved on, right? Literally. I mean, I was like, bro, you're not getting in my car. It's six in the morning, dark. I'm not going to take you in my car. Sure, within five minutes, Lyft sent me a th saying that we're going to deactivate you. Your cancellation rate is too high because it's 5%. FYI, my cancellation rate of 5% went up to 5% because in your terms of service, you tell me if I feel unsafe, I can cancel a ride. That's your guidelines, not mine, bro, right? right. Irregardless, I would have canceled anyway. So guess what they made me do, Eddie? They made me do cancel rehab school. No joke. You can't do that to your employer, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's you, as an employee, employer, you can't do that. And not only they made me do that, then they said, you have a ride challenge now. You have to do 10 rides without canceling one. 
How the heck am I am I an independent contractor? This is no joke. That's insane. I, it that's is true. Wild. It's in it's in my article with all screenshots. That and I'm like, is crazy. So either which one am I? Today I'm the employee kind of a treatment I'm gonna get. Tomorrow right. I get the independent contractor the you know treatment. I'm like you can't have the cake and eat it too. That so. is nuts. Yeah, yeah. They See, did. It makes like just listen to that. It makes no sense because it's like you're out there driving and you're gonna cancel a ride because you don't want money like oh this was a ride where you could have money and you just yeah. randomly decide no i'm out here working but i don't want money it's like no yeah. you're canceling for a reason and yeah. if you were any other business you'd be able to do that you know what i mean yeah. if you were any I other refuse, business, yeah i refuse service to anybody i want whatever i want right, right I mean, exactly my card so. you know imagine during these 10 rides you get a kid without a car seat you get an unaccompanied minor you get somebody who wants to cancel the ride like you don't know why somebody else might have to cancel a ride or a particular real reason why a ride has to be canceled. Right. And yet yeah. if you cancel that, it, it's like coercing you into doing something that's again against TOS, even though you were following TOS from the beginning. Right. Yep. Right. It's insane. I mean, I could have done actually, you know, I just thought about that. I hadn't even thought about that. Because if they wanted to set me up a driver for deactivation. They send me something like that, you know, without a car seat or whatever, or I'm not going to take it or underage. I cancel and then they go search up. Oh, you didn't do 10 in a row like I asked you to do, which I'm not supposed to. I'm not your employee, assholes. Right. Um, anyway, so, so I go like if I had canceled, they probably would have deactivated me. You're right about that one. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, God damn. There you go. Well, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah talking about, you know, the, I'm sure you had some hairy situations where you drive. We all have, obviously, if you're a veteran. So what do you think about safety of drivers? I mean, not a day goes by like this last week. We had, remember, we had Tim from Portland, Chris, a driver, a door, a, a Uber East driver got shot and killed, right, during hijacking in Portland. I thought about him. I texted him. I go, are you safe? He goes, yeah, I'm fine. And then there was another uh, shootout. They, they killed the passenger, but the driver got away. I mean, it seems like every day there is one that goes on, right? So what do you think about safety? Drive, I mean, driver Ed, we're going to call you now. Um, do you think it's enough? They're doing enough? And no. also, also, do you think, because you, you keep saying like we're all out there on our own. We are truly out there, right? Yeah. And and you get these screen names like killer and, and sperm and shit like that that come in in my car. I'm like, really, bro? A killer is a really bad name for a passenger if you're ordering right. a ride share. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, so, yeah. So what do you think about that? Do you, What can Uber do? Because we asked this on the town hall to everybody as well. And they, I mean, did we have, if there is one consensus... They need more driver safety, and then they need tighter checks on passengers before they oh, yeah. onboard. Uber, it is so easy for Uber to do. Um, to I, I think safety is a huge issue. Um, you remember the the story of um, uh, Chris, oh, Christine yep. or Christina? Oh yeah, yeah, I did yeah, a video one. on her. I did a video on her before the the dash cam footage came out, and yeah. then that footage came out. And man, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. There was something about it where. I don't know what it was, maybe because it was in Pittsburgh. Um, and then e even before I saw the footage, um, yeah. Pitt, you know, it, it, it was just something about it where I'm like, man, this is just like it broke my heart. And uh, it's crazy, you know, kind of like the the Uber leaks like they're these these stories get swept under the rug. And I think it goes back to nobody cares, you know, and at the end of the day, it's yeah. like, um you know, maybe that Christine Spacuza, I think that was a national story. Yeah. We definitely heard it here in Philly, but I think it got some good traction. Um, 
And, you know, maybe it's because it, it was a mother of four, which is just tragic. I think about those kids often like, um, yep. man, that's just it's it's so tragic. Um, I encourage anyone to go to GoFundMe if it's still up. Um, it's, you know, linked to my videos on it. I'm sure you can find it. Christina Spacuza, GoFundMe. Um, I'm, I hope it's still up. But, uh, um, man, so anyway, I'm telling you, when I think of that, uh, there, there's sometimes I, I didn't drive for a little while after that because it's just um, it was tragic. I'm you know, beating that horse, but it's just, uh, it really shook me up and it, it shook me up because there was a lot of videos I made. Not that everyone, not that Uber needs to watch my videos, but it's just common sense. There was a lot of people. I'm sure you wrote articles about it. I'm sure you guys have done videos about it. There was a lot of common sense that was avoided that led up to that moment that could have prevented that so easily. No First doubt. of all, with that ride specifically, and I'm only talking about this ride because it relates to, you know, these things about safety that I think would be so easy with that ride specifically. Um, it was ordered the the girlfriend ordered it for, uh, her boyfriend. So it was a female name when she pulled up. And I think that was one of the reasons it like struck me so hard. I'm sure Christina was being like, giving the benefit of the doubt, like seeing the positive, like dealing with, Oh, and in the back of her mind, if I cancel, it's going to affect my, you know, cancellation rate or whatever yep. it is. And it's a situation I've been in a million times. It's like, all right, this is probably going to be okay. And you'll, you'll take somebody, even though it's not the name on the account. And like, it sounds silly, but it's true. Like, criminals are criminals because they're stupid like they're they're doing criminal stuff because they're not very intelligent because at the end of the day 99.9 percent .9 of the criminals are not going to be successful in their criminal activity but they think they are because yeah. they're dumb and they're so dumb this guy was so dumb that he literally asked his girlfriend to call the uber thinking that would be enough barrier to like get him away from the crime you know what i mean like well, like, like that was his thought process. And th there's a text from the girl saying like, okay, something like I'm not going to go to jail or something like the girl was in on it. And they yeah. literally thought that was enough of a cover to use a different name, you know, for him to get away with robbing this Uber driver. And it's like right there, if you require passengers to show a picture, yeah. uh, you know, just like drivers have to right there there's more accountability right on top yep. of that another thing that really bothered me about that the destination they put in was an abandoned house yep. in uh the pittsburgh area like you can look on it on google maps and it's a dilapidated abandoned house right and it's like we have google we have the internet we uber has billions of data points of destinations you know like you can check a destination you can show a picture of a destination if we are independent contractors if i was a painter and i got a call to i'm you know, not going there exactly yeah let's say xyz road in pittsburgh and you know i see you know can you come out and give an estimate on my house and i see on google maps it's an abandoned warehouse i'm gonna say no thank you you know what I mean? If Christina yeah. or if any driver had a picture of the destination, they could be like, um, I'm sorry, that's not a ride I feel comfortable giving. No, thank yeah. you. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, yeah. and, and they can do that. You can definitely do that. But Uber purposely doesn't do that because yeah. it would deter customers, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, there's so many easy things to, that they could do that. Um, And the other thing, like, you know, the the, the Uber rating, you know, and, and you could do that for drivers too. I really... Yeah. I, I really have a hard time when I hear bad driver stories. I know I'm biased because I'm a driver too, but I really have a hard time thinking 
somebody's going to go out there as a driver trying to earn, you know, we're, we're not making millions of dollars here, trying to earn an extra buck and like do it to be devious. And like, you know, you know, some of these stories were like, what do you, what do you think? This guy's just randomly driving down the highway and then he decides to reach in the back and start assaulting you. Like, I, I don't know. I, I tend to give drivers the benefit of the doubt, especially because some of my favorite videos on the internet, there's one <laughs> where the, the girl like calls the cops and she's like, he's assaulting me or something like yeah. that. And the guy's like, you're on camera right you're now. You're on camera. You know? I'm all wrong. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think yeah. another thing Uber could do is like have a little more like accountability with, you know, I'd be very happy as a driver, like you mentioned earlier, and I've run into this all the time where if I pull up and this is a minor without a unaccompanied minor, or this is a parent with a child without a car seat, that drives me crazy because it puts me in such a bad position as a driver, especially in the wintertime. I'm like, all right, I'm either going to leave this baby out here in the cold, you know, at a bus stop as they wait for the next driver who might cancel or, I can risk it and drive 10 blocks. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah 99 huge, huge risk. Time, nothing's going to happen, mm -hmm. but am I going to leave this infant in the freezing cold? You know, like I, it, I, I hate that. So, um, so no, yeah, but I, I mean, but, be, but oh. Eddie, you know, you know, all the, if you deal with Uber support, which I'm sure you have, you know, they have all this AI bullshit, right. That cut and paste, they send it to you. Right. So when a passenger is uploading, you know, to get on the platform as a passenger, right? If they put anything but a regular freaking human name, you know what I'm saying? All these names that you run into, I'm like, automatically get kicked out, right? At really? least do something. I mean, uploading like, a picture, how hard? Because we do it, right? Because right? before before so you pick somebody up, what does the passenger know about you? Pretty much damn everything. Right. From your face, from your, how many rides you've given, what, yep. what ratings you have, everything. They know everything about you. License plate. Yep. What do you do? What do you know about the passenger? Not a damn thing. Right. So how like, hard would it be to take a picture? Like you said, AI, yeah. take a picture. You want to drive Uber, take a picture of your license or state yeah. ID. And then guess what? That's your information. Your Done. picture's there. That's the name on your app. You know, like yeah. if, if your government name is killer. Okay. Yeah. But at least I have a picture and I know that that's your driver's exactly. ID, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think I think a lot could be done, but uh, our consensus with the town halls was that everybody agreed that they could do a lot, and then passengers should not be onboarded that easily. However, they're not going to do it. They yeah. would have done it by now. They have every tool possible in their arsenal to do it. Yep. They're not going to do it because those are the paying customers. Yep. Yep. And you know, yeah. So only way they would do something is if the law went passed. Yeah. Yeah. He's forcing their hand. How many more dead drivers do you need? By the way, you know, we did the, the thing on their safety report that came out on Ubers. You know, the assaults were 50-50, by the way, the sexual assaults. Is that what? So, yeah. Yeah. 52-48. Mm -hmm. Like 52% the drivers assaulted people and then 48% of the time drivers got assaulted. Yeah. It's not like people yeah. psychos driving around and saying, oh, I'm going to rape this girl tonight or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So. And then it's the, it was the same from the first report, too. Yeah. About 50-50. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what else we got? We got, yeah, it's uh, uh right. it, that 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 Pittsburgh story. Some about it. sorry, I got like a little. I I shook me up a little bit, man. I that it's just so sad. And and you know, you hear these. There was another story I remember in Chicago. A kid, he was like a couple years younger than me, um, and he picked up this girl, 
And that's another thing. Like you never know. You yeah. pick up just like, you know, 16 year old girl and then stabbing them. And it's like, yeah. it, it's a real shame because these stories are swept under the rug because it doesn't fit this. Like, you know, it, 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 it goes back to nobody cares, you know, like at the end of the day, society benefits more from having this cheap transportation service they don't want to hear this story that's going to make them feel bad about, you know, some driver out there trying to earn an extra couple bucks that got yeah. hurt. They just want to ignore that and get their $5 ride to work or $10 ride to work and pretend that everything's fine. Yeah, well, that's the that's the sad irony, right? I mean, it's a great service, but I think it's a, it's horribly run. I mean, there's so much more they could do right. with a flip of the switch, but they don't do it. And, you know, to me, it's like, it is a really, really great service for a lot of people. Uh, although the affordability factor has gone away now, there is no more, <laughs> no more cheap rides, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, so right. it's like eh, it's becoming a luxury now. I don't know. We'll see. Which the I know the rides are more expensive, and I talked about this in the video. I didn't even realize it. I was so pissed off when they suspended me. So I looked at um <laughs> how much you know the the percent they were yeah. taking. They're taking fifty percent on some yeah. of these rides. Like when yes, the heck no. did that happen? Yeah. But you know <laughs> yeah. what, though, to be perfectly honest, um, I wrote about an article about that. I mean, I figured like 788 trips I put on a spreadsheet and they their take rate was like 9%. It's not that high. Really? Yes, you will. See, yeah, you will see some that are 50, 60%. But then if you look on your in a bigger picture, right, because it, look, if you put your quest in there, right, if you without tips, by the way, if you put your quest, if you put your uh, boost, if you put your consecutive ride bonuses, these are all things you have to put in there or you don't have to put in there. If you don't put any of those in there, yes, they are on average are taking 50, 60. But on the back end, they're paying you all these bonuses right, for you right. to get out there and drive. Because, look, I'm sure in Jersey or Philly you're from. What is your base rate? 60 cents a mile or some ridiculous fucking number? <laughs> yeah. How yeah. can you make money with 60 cents a mile? So right. when you did your numbers like I drove 70 hours. Your numbers included all those quests and all those things anyway right. without the tips. But, uh, well, your article was with tips, but I'm saying the one I ran was without tips, but all bonuses included, their take rate was nine. If their take rate was 50% truly, their stocks would be like hundredfold what they are today. Right. Then they would be swimming in cash. They'd be making money. So. Now, how do they, do you know how they decide? That's another thing that really confused me. Like there was no, <laughs> seemed to be no rhyme or reason with these rides I looked at. Like, <laughs> Nope. The, some, the algorithm, the algorithm decided. Some were 10%. Like yep. really and sometimes they lost money. Sometimes they yeah, lost money. Right. Yeah. I noticed that some of the rides. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. I, I could not understand it. The algorithm, this there's two algorithms. Uh, in fact, I don't know if your city is one of those cities because they created two separate algorithms now. The driver, uh, the passenger algorithm is 90 seconds ahead of the driver algorithm. Okay. There are in 25 cities now, they're testing this program. You know, uh, the passenger gets an upfront price, right? Like that day when you ordered an Uber, you got an upfront price, eight right. bucks for two miles, whatever it was, right. right? Okay, so you say yes to that, right? So in the old days, it used to be a mileage thing, like miles and minutes that was get, getting the driver was getting paid. Now they created another algorithm for drivers. You will not have a base rate card anymore. There is no more miles and minutes for the driver either. There is upfront for the passenger, upfront for the driver. So they send you the price. Once you say, I accept eight bucks, right? They will send that to one driver at uh, three and a half. The next, you will say no. The next one will get 360. The next one, the algorithms are so fast. Wow. They're front running now, basically, what they do on Wall Street. They're just basically plain arbitrage. I like cannot lose kind of a game. Yeah. So eight bucks for the passenger. 
first driver gets 340, didn't accept, 350, didn't accept, 360, somebody will buy that 370 and boom, yeah. it's done. And that happened in like two milliseconds. You know wow, what I'm saying? that's crazy. That's what they're doing in 25 cities. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, hey. Very good. Room. All right, let's, uh, let's announce the giveaway real quick, and then we'll get back to a couple of different topics. So, as we said, we got an amazing portable car jump starter. Uh, we have two winners for this contest, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, we have two of them. Uh, so, how you're going to win? It's basically the person with the highest trip count for Uber and the person with the highest trip count for Lyft. This is going to be the week currently. So, it started Monday at 4 a.m., goes to August 1st, 4 a.m. Uh, so, all you got to do is submit your screenshots or your trip count for either Uber or Lyft uh, to Sergio before August 9th when we're going to announce it on the August 9th live stream. And Sergio's email is right there, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. So I'll just leave this up here for a minute. Um, again, the person with the highest trip count for the week uh, from Uber and for Lyft, uh, it's going to be for this week only. Uh, and we will do this again uh, at the end of the show, as well as we'll talk about it on next week's uh, just to remind everybody to get your screenshots in. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to go for this, again, one winner for Uber, one winner for Lyft with your highest trip counts. Good luck out there. Uber and Lyft ends rejoice. Let's go. Let's see if we can put out 150. We'll make that dollars. money. <laughs> yeah, go make that money. Hey, Pedro, uh, I thought about you today, bro. Was the, was the floods near your park that you're holding the gig conference? I don't know. I, I thought about that. Pedro is in the house. So uh, Pedro Dordes Santiago, who was on our show a couple of weeks ago. Couple um, weeks ago, yep. Yep. Another great YouTuber and another guy that hustles his ass off, man. Oh, there you I, go, Pedro. Yeah, did pay, did uh, Pedro? I think I watched one of your Doordash videos. Yeah. I think you did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, what's up, Pedro? Yeah, I definitely did. What's up, man? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He is the Doordash king. There you go. No, he says we're not good. Okay, um, keep our fingers crossed. Great success with your gig conference this weekend, right? Uh, yep. Wish you the best. We'll uh, get an update from you uh, shortly after it's over. Um, so yeah, for anybody who's interested, it's, yeah. it's in St. Louis on Saturday, uh, this Saturday, the 30th. Uh, I forget the, the website. I think it's uh, gig.conference2022.com uh, or something like that. Uh, Pedro, if you want to uh, um, put the link in, if people are interested in, um, you can put the link in. Let me uh, mod you so you can get that in there. Yeah, so he's becoming an entrepreneur like uh, Ed is. Um, so, you know, we have a few minutes left. Um, you know what? I don't want to talk about topics. Screw Uber and Lyft. Let's talk about <laughs> you. Let's talk about you, Ed. Give me, your, give me like your, your aspirations. Give me what you're thinking of, your own future. Give me what you want to do with your life where this YouTube thing is going to take you. By the way, are you really a stand-up comic or are you not? Okay, you got to unmute yourself. There you go. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, so, so tell us about um, you, man. Okay. Uh, fin finish strong. What yeah, do you want to so do with your I, life? You're young. What do you want to do? Uh, so I, uh, well, man, I don't know. After this ankle sprain, I'm feeling a little older than uh, Oh, come on, I, man. With the yeah. ankle sprain, come on. Now. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I um I started uh let me think in 2016 I quit my job um I had like a more traditional job I was actually working in research at the time 
And uh, I always wanted to write. Uh, you know, I have a creative bone, creative spirit. Um, so I started out writing a book. And at the end of the six months, when I finished my book, I realized I had no money left. So that's what brought me to Uber. Uber was like, um, it wasn't new at the time, but it wasn't quite mainstream. I was like right in that middle area. So it, it was, it's actually been really cool. And I think that's part of my reason I like have this like kind of weird obsession with the gig economy and the future of it, because I got in at a time where I was like, whoa, this is awesome. I can make a ton of money. It's really easy. And it's been this like slow, like, <laughs> and then it like gave this little boost after the pandemic. pandemic. And now it's back to so it's been like really cool at the time I got in to kind of see how it happened. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of just fell in love with this entrepreneurial work for yourself kind of thing. And like right now, uh, you know, I, I'm definitely creative. Um, and right now, I, I think I would say like my only goal is to just, you know, keep working for myself, uh, whatever it takes. Um, I love YouTube. I love making videos. Writing's my my real passion. Um, I, I have an idea, um, not an idea. I have like a very rough draft and a rough layout and a, a few uh, written words uh, about like an Uber book. Like part of the reason I love Uber and what keeps bringing back to it, keeps bringing me back to it is um, I just like I love people. I love um, I love learning about people. I love learning how the world works. And, um, you know, you get this little glimpse into everyone's world um, and, and this real glimpse into like, I don't want to say humanity, but like each person. And like as an Uber driver, you get to see people um, on their way to work. And, you know, I, I can tell like on a Monday morning, how much this person likes their job. You know what I mean? And, you know, I can tell on a Friday night how much this person likes their job by how much they're letting loose. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, you get to see people in some of their worst states on Saturday night on their way home, some of their happiest states on their way out. Um, and, and you also get to see something I'm really interested in is um, something I think is not talked about a lot. And I think it's the reason why Uber drivers get the, uh, shit end of the stick excuse my language there but you know you get to see a lot of classism you know and and something he's just drives me crazy not just in the way i'm treated um but something that's just like boggles my mind is yeah. driving around this city philadelphia um because it's uh it might be top seven now it used to be a top five you know biggest city um and just the demographic of the city and um, I, from my understanding, from the little I've researched or understand is like, it's very common how like the, the highest earning zip code of the city is usually pretty close to the lowest earning zip code of the city. I know um, somebody told me this that once. I never fact checked it. But in New York City, like where Trump Towers is, is like two miles away from somewhere in the Bronx that is like the lowest zip code or the lowest earning zip code. And it's like a mile or two miles away or something like that. And yeah. man, there's places in Philly, I can name like five off the, the bat. Um, there's one in particular for, if anyone's watching is familiar with Philly, I'll drive in uh, Swarthmore where there's actually a college there, Swarthmore college. It's not Ivy league, but it's like in between, it's like a step below Ivy league and you drive five minutes away and you're, you cross over 95 and you're in Chester, which Chester to its credit, is actually the past couple of years, they've done a really good job with the gun violence uh, issue that was a problem with the city as of, of late. But the, so the past couple of years, it's gotten better. But, you know, before it's like notorious for like, you know, the highest murder per capita and all these like terrible stats about it. And like I said, it's, it's doing a job getting better. And honestly, like Philadelphia needs to 
learn from them from Camden's done a good job turning around a little bit, but that was another one where um, I had a story where I picked up and again, talking about like seeing humanity, I picked up this kid. This was, uh, you know, my first couple months working Uber. I didn't know, like, again, I, I didn't, I didn't go in there with my eyes open. I didn't know I could turn down rides. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do this. I didn't even know this kid was probably supposed to have a car seat. I picked up this six-year-old going to first grade. This mom put their, kid in my uber to go to first grade drop her off and was not in the best neighborhood camden uh, again camden's doing a lot better now they did like this whole like revamp of their you know policing community and stuff like that but uh at the time you know it was still not the best area and i dropped this kid off at school she was so short they had automatic doors to open like they had to get buzzed in like security because it's city school she was so short she didn't register with the camera. So they didn't know she was there to buzz her in. And I'm like, oh man, what do I, I had this like straggly beard at the time. I always dress like mesh, like a, I dress like a homeless person when I'm working Uber. And I'm like, am I supposed to go walk up to, I don't want to walk up to this girl looking the way I'm looking to like let her in this school. But like, I also don't want to leave her there. Fortunately, someone came up every little bit, but you know, something like that. I'm like, man, what a wild, what a wild, like, you know, I would never know that existed as a guy, you know, in his twenties who doesn't have kids. Like I would never think of that, you know? So long story long. Um, I, I, I have this idea for a book just, this just kind of shows like some of the most memorable and impact impactful and perspective shaping rides. Um, but I love YouTube. Um, and you know, as you guys know, YouTube is a grind. So, uh, you know, I always feel bad when my videos have like seven or 10 days in between them, but it's just like, so hard to try to keep up with it and, you know, put good quality content out um, and then also write that book. So right now I'm in the process of, uh, you know, kind of garnering an editor and um, hopefully I'll be able to put some more content out while working on my book and uh, podcasting. I think my channel lends itself to podcasting. So I'm starting <laughs> a podcast, Cheese Steaks with Eddie Doyle. I watch one of those. So oh, um, nice, man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do one. If you yeah. send me if you send me a Philly cheesesteak. Well, see, here's the thing. And here, I have to be in your car, though. See that? Right. That's you know the what? thing. So you got to be in Harry. Car, maybe, so maybe he'll fly me to. If, if you're ever in there. the area, hit me up and we'll do I it. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. I absolutely. But yeah, there, there's a, I don't know if you know Dustin is driving. He's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's sometimes yeah. local. Um, so I got to get one with him. Uh, cause I know he's in the crypto too, a little bit. At least he yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he still is, but, uh, but yeah. He's not that far from you. Yeah, yeah. So I know he's right over at Bridge when he's not in Florida. So, but yeah, I mean, the invite's there. If, you, if you're ever in the Philly area, that's the uh, only thing about my podcast. You have to be on in my car. So, okay. Uh, well, you're buying you're you're buying the cheesesteak, though. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, okay. But seriously, uh, you know, it goes for either the... of you guys. For either of okay. you guys, if you're ever right. in the uh, Philly right. area, hit me up. All right. No, but you for know you. what? Yeah. It's uh, I I think you're doing amazing job. So whatever editor you get, maybe you could clone yourself and then, you know, continue doing that because it's not going to be easy. I'm telling <laughs> I you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't think they're going to upstage you in anything they do. Um so yeah, Uber is, you know, you meet people, you go to places you've never been, you know. You know, the same person you picked up in a suit and tie Friday morning going to work, you may pick him up at a bar at 3 in the morning trashed, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so when exactly. you say humanity, I think it is humanity because yeah. that guy was the best behavior in the morning. Yeah. And then at night when you picked him up, he was probably cussing you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 100%. it's crazy, right? It's 100%. within less than 24 hours. You have all this change in a human uh -huh. that goes like you see the best of humanity. You see the worst of humanity. Uh -huh. You know, the shit I've seen in my backseat, you know, God knows. Right. Mm -hmm. but, but it's a it's it's an interesting gig. It, that's yeah. what it is. And, yeah. and as long as 
they don't trample your rights and take them away from you, which they have, but it's it is what it is again. And uh, but yeah, I think I think you're at the right. You're got you're doing the right things, bro. And and to me, again, I said this at the start. I'm gonna finish by saying that if there was one channel I'm gonna watch, it wouldn't it would be yours. That's it. Hey, because thanks, yeah, I, I'm really honest about it because I, you know I can't. I'm I'm, I'm a subscriber, so I'll just when I get the ding, I go, oh shit, he's got the new one. Oh, nice. <laughs> let I me see. Let me see this edit. Let me see how how many movie clips he's gonna have in the, in, uh, <laughs> in I the video. That. Well, hey, I can say the same thing right back to you. I'm not just you know, like you said, I'm East Coast too. I'm not blowing smoke. You know, my videos are a little more entertaining. I, it's more like a, it's more like a ice cream, you know, or, yeah. or dessert. You guys have the meat and potatoes and like all the kind of stuff I'm like trying to chat about and complain about, about going with your eyes open. I do hope people go and check out your channel because you guys have the meat and potatoes with like the actual right. information and the necessary stuff that like, you know, I, I kind of in an ideal world, it's like my videos will, will have people be like, hey, I should find out more about this. And your channel's great where they can actually go and find out more about it and you can give them the information and you guys do a great job about that. And you're honest with it. you know, I, like I said, I've been watching your channel for a while now and it, it's always great to me. Cause like when I am like thinking like, man, is Uber giving me these, you know, rides to deter me from the quest or whatever? Like I'll go on your channel and you know, it'll be verified and you guys will, you know, let me know. I'm well, not crazy. Next, it, you have my number now. So next time you're going to do a quest. Okay. Give me, shoot me a text. I'll explain it to you. All right, sounds good. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, great to have you on. Um, we appreciate it. And keep mm -hmm. your smile on your face and keep doing what you're doing, bro. I think I think it's awesome. So, hey, it was a pleasure to be on. And seriously, you guys ever in the Philly area, hit me up. Oh, I, I will. You know I will. All right, sounds good. Uh, never said no to a free cheesecake, my man. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Just one, uh, one last thing. Uh, just a reminder when it comes to the giveaway – uh, again, this is the amazing portable car jump starter. Uh, so we're going to have two winners for this contest. Uh, person with the highest trip count for Uber, one winner. Person with the highest trip count for Lyft, one winner. It's going to be for this week. So again, Monday from 4 a.m. Uh, to Monday next week, uh, August 1st at 4 a.m. Uh, so you want to send your screenshots uh, with your trip counts to Sergio. Emails right there, Sergio at the Rideshare Guy. Uh, again, we're going to announce it on August 9th. So you have a little bit of time to send that info to Sergio. And uh, yeah, this is definitely something that's really no cool. photoshopping people. <laughs> <laughs> no Photoshop. Yeah. Got to send direct screenshots. Um, <laughs> you know, you don't, don't know. Hey, if you, if you got five more minutes, I, I, I want to know one thing. What's, yeah. your, what's, what's the craziest story? Oh, yeah. Or, or, there you or, go. One story that, you know, Cheers. out of all the time that you've been doing it, uh, that you've been documenting, that that whatever it is, whether it's something that's like really, really pulled on your heartstrings, really just like made you go, what the hell am I doing? Or whatever <laughs> it is. What's the most memorable or craziest story uh, of Rideshare? I'll give you a positive. I'll give you a negative. I'll start with a negative. We can end on a positive. There you um, go. The negative, And I talk about both of these on my channel, but... Um, this is what always pops in my head. The negative, and again, going back to you know the people you meet. Exactly, we pull up. I pull up to a, um, the main line is like the nicest part, right outside of Philadelphia. 
Um, it, it's Christmas time. It sounds like a, uh, or it seems like a, a holiday party, like a business holiday party that the CEO's hosting at her house because there's a valet parking situation at somebody's house. People are wearing like, you know, dress in the nines, right? This girl comes out, she's about in her twenties and she sits in the front seat, which to me usually means like, okay, they want to have a conversation. It's cool. Right. Passes out right away. The second we start driving. Halfway through the ride, it's like a 40-minute ride back to the city, and we're on the highway, 76, and she wakes up in the middle of it, and she goes, oh, my God, who are you? Where am I? Where are you taking me? And she tried to open the door, and thank God it's like automatic locks when you start moving. So she's trying to open the door on the highway, and I start yelling at her. I'm like, I'm your Uber driver. Look at your phone. And she's so hammered that she doesn't know what's going on. She starts to try to call her friends for help on FaceTime. And every time she the friends pick up, I'm like, I'm her Uber driver. And she was trying to be sneaky about it. I'm telling you, this girl is trash. So she like oh thinks she's God. being sneaky about it. So whenever I call her out on the phone, <laughs> she thinks that I caught her. So she hangs up. And that cycle happens like three times. Finally, she realizes I'm her Uber driver. And like even when we got there, she was still pissed like it was my fault. Because, you know, a rider's never in the wrong, especially a drunk rider. And I remember she like – she got out and she said something like, you need to learn your directions better. And she slammed the door. And I was like, what the hell? So that like that really tripped me out because at the time I didn't have a dash cam. And I immediately ordered one after that. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I know I'm on the Uber app. So like, you know, you have evidence of like you're not doing something. But like Lord knows what the girl could have said. And at the very least, I'm like, man, if, if, if she calls the cops, like this is just not like, you know, because – the cops always are going to side with the the girl in the nice dress as opposed to the Uber driver that's dressed like a bum with a beard, you know? Um, so that's the worst thing. Bought a dash camera. Don't have any worries anymore. Um, I mean, there's still worries, but, you know, I have evidence now. Uh, the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, man, I got two really good things. All right, we have time. Are you guys in a rush? No, okay, yeah, no we're not in All a right, rush. Cool. So two, this is a quick one. Um, driving this woman, she's sitting in the back. And uh, she was like, um, she just bought dinner. She was leaving work. She just bought dinner. Uh, It was like a fried chicken platter. And we're driving and there's a homeless person that comes up to the car and she rolls the window down and she gives her dinner to the homeless person. And I remember thinking like, man, this lady, like what a noob, like she doesn't know the way the world works. That guy's just going to throw that food out. He just wanted money. He was posted up near, I knew the area, there was a liquor store near there. I'm like, this lady just gave her dinner away thinking that she was being sweet and she's an idiot. Right. So we're driving a little, the light changes and we leave. And she said, I'll never forget that. She was like, you know, I know that's not what he wanted, but it's what he needed. I really hope he eats that. And I was like, oh my God, like here I am being this cynical know-it-all. And it's like here, this lady knew exactly the same thing I did, but she went and did it anyway. And I, I try to like, you know, apply that in, in any situation. Cause it's like, you know, she knew the deal, but you can still be nice and you can still like try to put that out there. So that always sticks with me. And I try to apply that. I don't always do a good job of it, but that woman's a much better person than I am. Um, I have a great probably, idea. Hold on. Hold on. I have a great me. idea for your 300,000 uh, member giveaway for the Uber driver. Yeah. Bucket of KFC chicken. How about that? Bucket of KFC chicken. There you go. I think that's that was the three hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but no. I mean, going back to what we were talking about, that's why I was like, I kind of struggled with if the guy didn't want to be on camera, yeah. 
you know, that kind of mindset of the, I was like, you know, that woman would give it to him anyway. But then I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not going to be able to afford to do this forever. If I don't do so. It was, it was a real, you know, mind twister, but, uh, but no, that always, I think that's like, if everybody in the world had that woman's attitude, man, it, it'd be a much better place. Um, and then my favorite story, um, I picked up a guy in West Philadelphia, actually in a neighborhood that my dad grew up in and we were driving uh, he again, he has to sit in the front. Uh, and again, typically when people sit in the front, they want to have a good conversation. And sure enough, right. this guy did. And man, it was a 20 minute ride. And we just had a great conversation. Um, he was a African-American uh, immigrant. So like an African-American. And he we talked about um, like all these things. This was in 2019. And we talked about all these things. Um policing, discrimination, being an immigrant, um, what it was like living in uh, his country in Africa, how different it was. Um, and it was just a great conversation. Fast forward to summer 2020, and as we all know, the issues that exploded. And I ended up sharing that video um, because it was like, I never knew if I was going to share this video. Sometimes we have these conversations. I was like, I don't know if it fits my channel. I don't want to put things out there if it like, you know, whatever, but I thought it was very relevant and I'm glad I shared it because it resonated with a lot of people. Well, lo and behold, one day, um, I'm walking, uh, this was winter time. So a couple months go by and I'm walking out of my apartment to go to the post office and it was a snowy day and this guy's like stuck. And he's like in my apartment complex and he can't get his car out. So I, you know, offered to help. And I was like, is your name Muhammad? And he was like, yeah. And he was like confused. Like, how do you know me? And I was like, oh, it's me. You're like an idiot. I was like, I'm your Uber driver from two years ago, you know? <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, okay, this is so weird. Like, how do you know me? Right. And, you know, he, I explained, I was like, you know, we did a video together. I ended up sharing it. People really like it. And he, he had never seen the video. So he was like, oh, share the video. So it turns out, you know, this guy I gave a ride to, um, it, uh, it was a year and a half ago at the time, ends up being my neighbor. And neither of us were living. I was living somewhere else. Like we both ended up moving there. Um, and we just coincidentally crossed paths. And like, we were like friends now, you know, like we go out, there's a bar near our apartment. We'll hang out sometimes. Uh, he keeps telling me he wants to play soccer. I do not play soccer. He's a really, he played soccer in college, it turns out. But like, he's a really good friend. He's been back on the uh, channel a couple of times. And so like, that's kind of like my favorite thing with Uber and YouTube, where it's like this connection was made between strangers. And like the fact that like, we like became friends, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, and there's a couple of times like he'll need a ride somewhere and I'll give him one another time. Like, uh, I borrowed his bike because I needed to go down the street. It's just like, it's just an amazing, like, it's just like, kind of like what a small world, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like, he was such a positive guy and he was, you know, willing to talk to me and he was willing to have the video shared. I don't share videos without people's permission. And it's like the kind of positivity and energy he put out into the world. Like it's, it's kind of what comes back. So that's another like thing, like what you put out is what you get. And uh, shout out to Muhammad. And, and I always think about that, like, man, what a small world. And you never know who you're going to cross paths with, you know, like he said yeah. that too, like he could have been a huge jerk to me. And then, you know, if I recognized him stuck with the car, I, I probably would have pushed him out. Cause I'd be like, he probably doesn't remember me, but you know, you, 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 you put out what you want back in the world. I think hundred percent. And, and uh, can't finish without grandma. So what? I don't know any. Did you, what is she alive? Still alive? I'm oh sure. no, she passed in uh, she? 2020, I think. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. So oh. she's up at the big casino in the sky right now. But Pulling. that was a fun little, you know, that that's and again, that goes back to like, you know, it's fun making it was fun making content with her and the videos I would put out with her. They didn't do too good on YouTube, but she has a huge following on TikTok. And it's really cool. Like I have a separate TikTok, like just my videos, but there is a TikTok that is I basically look at it as like a um like a memoriam to her where it's just like, I'm just leaving those videos up there. I don't really post there anymore. Sometimes I'll like repost an old video, but it's just like cool having this like legacy that she has up there. And, and it, it's definitely harder going from these fun videos I made with my grandmother that are like really like lighthearted and everyone likes to like, you know, seeing a video of a guy like threatening to kick my ass, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm -hmm. I definitely like making those videos. And that's kind of what I was talking about, how it kind of weighs on me to make negative videos too much. So okay. I, I try to keep it as positive as possible when I can, because, um, you know, it, it can oh. weigh on you. When you're yeah, keep up the good work, bro. And, and whenever sure. you're driving, be safe. That's yeah. it. I know, I know you have a dash cam, but you know, just be safe. Just watch Amen. out for yourself. Amen to that. I'm right back at you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and hanging out. We'll have to have you on again soon. Hey, let uh, me know. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We will see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Sounds good. Take care. See you, Ed. Later. Later.